Hey everybody, welcome to the Relevant Podcast. My name is Willie, and I am joined today by my friend Jason from Matt's Guitars. What's going on? So today we're going to talk about the 2018 movie uh, Overlord, the Nazi zombie movie from the... Eh, who gives a shit about who directed this movie? <laughs> let's just talk Nobody about cares. the fuck. Yeah, let's just talk Nobody... about the fucking movie. <laughs> Nobody cares about directors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, do you want to go first or? Uh... No, nah, man, you can start us off. Um, I thought it was. Um, I mean, it. I I thought it was like it was it was cool. I liked the the action horror combination and like it, it it kept my interest the whole way through even though in the end i would say it, it's just i just thought it was kind of generic and like i mean i just think the nazi zombie thing has just been done like i don't know here it was like a little bit different with like those super soldier thing that was kind of cool and then the guy takes like like three fucking shots of it that was that was interesting <laughs> I think yeah. I had high like when I saw the previews for it, it looked really fucking stupid. So yeah, I just passed like, it off as Yeah, I, I passed it off as one of those like B list type of things. That's why I didn't really pay attention to it. But like yeah. for some reason I really liked the characters in this one. Like they didn't like make most like movies like that, the acting is horrible, right? So I don't know if it's just because it's scraping the bottom of the barrel, but I actually really enjoyed like watching like it couldn't even be about Nazi zombies, it could be a fucking drama and I think I'd still watch it and hmm. thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't get exactly the same thing. I I thought. I I just thought like the. I mean, like, I didn't hate any of the characters. That's the thing. Like, I I still like, kind of cared about them. But like, I don't know. Like, just it was just like the generic Italian dude, and then you got like the generic, like, like badass head of the group who's like, he's he's kind of like Kurt Russell, from like the thing. I don't know if you've seen that movie. But he, no, he's just that guy who's like, he's in charge and like, I don't know. Just, it, it, it just reminded me of things I've seen in other movies. But yeah, I, I feel like this like with most movies, it's, it's, I mean, most of it's been done before. It's just the little nuances that kind of poke out to me because a lot of movies these days, just the acting is just awful or it's just a clear, yeah, I know. Like a, like, it's a clear <laughs> cash grab too. That's why I like this one. Didn't feel like it was trying to go for anything. Yes, just th- like a, that's actually a reason why I liked it. Um, like when I'm looking at the positive stuff, I, I did not feel any like corporate stuff, you know, like I, I didn't think like they weren't trying to sell anything. They weren't trying to, you know, I guess like the people who made it just like had fun, you know? Yeah. That's what I say. It looked like, like it, it, it would be something that I would love to go and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like even acting. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause like one of the things that I really fucking like about movies is if they can make you feel like you actually want to be in the movie as opposed yes, to just like getting invested into the story. And it's just, I like, that's why I like World War II movies. Like I like the colors. I like all the weapons. I like the history, even if it's kind of being, you know, chopped and screwed for fiction, but I don't know, it's always just like really fun to be a part of. Is, um, is World War II like your favorite historical setting? No, not by a long shot. I just like, for some reason, how it's portrayed in movies. I, I don't know. 
like it's one of those things where I used to like watching I think it was either History Channel or some one of those other bullshit channels they had a bunch of re- <laughs> they do I, I I love fucking <laughs> ancient aliens bullshit, yeah. yeah it's a lot of it's retarded yeah <laughs> oh, no, no, sure but they, they have some good stuff yeah but I, I like the the old like here's this old footage that we've digitally added color to I like to watch some of those or like here's Hitler doing some crazy shit and, you know, yeah, screaming at the I public wanna, did you hear about that movie called um they shall not grow old no by the guy who made um the Lord of the Rings movies no I haven't it, seen it it's like he digitally restored in color um footage from World War One actually oh that's cool yeah, and um, it's it's kind of like a documentary, and I really want to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. Like, there's there's a huge debate whether you know digitally enhancing or reimagining things. If it's actually you know, there's a lot of people that are like they'd rather have it stay as it is. It's the same thing with paintings. Like, there's a lot of people that restore old paintings, and most people think that they ruin it, or it's not an actual art form, or the fact that it is an art form is why they should leave it alone. So, Well, what do you think about that, though? I don't really give a shit. I think it's cool. (laughs) Seriously, like, I I don't really care to preserve, like, something to the T, because it's the same thing with, like, old historical buildings. Like, if you go to Pompeii, right... (laughs) <laughs> majority of that shit is not recreated it's just like in ruins because yeah, it's, ruins, ruins. Right? it's like fucking destroyed <laughs> yeah shit was destroyed so it's cool to see like that was kind of untouched in a way but i don't know i feel like it'd be cooler if they like kind of redid some of it to scale but still left a little bit of the original it's a huge site so they'd have to do massive amounts of work but yeah i go back true. and forth but, but most of the time i don't really give a shit especially if it's media like somebody can you know make a better digital version later it's not like it's permanently destroyed you still have the original footage so yeah that's my thing is like as long as the original is still available then i don't have any problem with like any right yeah making, yeah you know the paintings are different i just don't give a shit about paintings i don't care to protect their artistic integrity or their originality <laughs> but i i could see yeah. where people get really pissed at that if you actually touch the painting yeah, are you? <laughs> Dude, I do, remember. Do some it, other it, stuff to it. <laughs> the only thing I will say, though, that it gets bad is when I went to um, the Sistine Chapel and basically they were like no flash or no photography in general, like no talking, yeah. no cameras. Because the like it was like a Japanese. Me, yeah. It was like a Japanese company that like redid some of the restoration. So they copyrighted the fucking Sistine Chapel. <laughs> I, I may be remembering uh, that annoying. wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what the deal was. I may be wrong, though, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I just assumed it was, like, some, like, oh, like, the flash is going to, like, dis- like deteriorate the paint. But, man, well, I that, know yeah, because of that. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, like, no flash. Uh, they were, like, no photography in general. It's to the point where, like, people would try to sneak photos with their phone and, like, security would go make them delete it. I could always. I was made the joke to my dad. I was like, "You could tell who the Americans were in the chapel because they were like, bah, 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 snap, 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 bah, 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 snap, snap, snap." <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Yeah. Have you but, um, Have you been to the World War II Museum in New Orleans by any chance? I've never been inside of Louisiana, only to stop in a gas station to go to Texas. Nice. <laughs> so uh, no. But anyways. No, yeah, the World War II setting, um, even, you know, like I said, like, it's it's been done over and over again. I, um, it, it's still, um, I still always like, um, the Nazis being used as, like, the, the villains in, like, you know, movies and stuff like that. Because, right. like, it, just, it always works, you know? 
Like, well, I mean, it's an easy sell. <laughs> yeah, I know, and a lot of people say it's like really cheap, but I mean, I, I always yeah. like it. It's the punch down of all punch downs, but yeah. it's fun. I just, <laughs> I always, you know, it's really fucking stupid. Like, like yeah. obviously, like it's like it's we're so desensitized to Nazis because they're everywhere, and people that's all anybody calls each other is you're a Nazi, you're a Nazi. But like every time <laughs> in a movie, it's always like cheers, like oh, like these are the Nazis, like they're just like these goofy motherfuckers that run around, steal artifacts, and just you know believe in genocide but it's just we're so used to them it's like oh cool there's nazis in this movie that's awesome yeah <laughs> or like and nazi zombies yeah yeah and they're trying to breed like the the ultimate like you remember he was saying like the the thousand year reich yeah, needs thousand, thousand year years yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh they that really villain, want to do that shit that villain i actually liked him i thought he was kind of cool that's what I was saying. I love the characters in that movie. Like, there's not like I know like the generic Italian guy, but he was. I mean, you have to. It's a World War II movie. You have to have one of those. That is true. But no, I I like the main character. It's I like that like I don't know. I've always liked that reserved, observant yeah. main character trope. I like that in Get Out too. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. I really want to. It's the same I, kind I've of heard thing. Like lots the, of good the main, things about that. Yeah, like the main character, he's kind of quiet. He's more observant. Like he kind of yeah, sees like, the bigger he's picture. He's kind of soft, you know. But then, then like yeah. people, yeah. I really okay. like those tropes as main. I don't know why. That's just my favorite type of main character. Hmm. But yeah, for me, the only problem is like I don't remember his name. <laughs> like, the... I know it was Boyce. Like it was. I don't remember. I don't know his first name. But that's what they just called him the whole movie. Was Boyce. Yeah, that's the only thing is like I don't remember anyone's fucking name in this movie. Uh, all yeah, I know is like to. I'm just like eh, the main character, the French girl, the Italian dude, the Kurt Russell dude, and the villain. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I like um, the one-liners too. That was the other thing about the movie. The fucking one-liners were gold. What were some of the? I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, it's been a minute. I know that's the one thing. I was, <laughs> oh, the one that was gold. I can't fucking remember one of them. It's been a minute since. I've yeah, seen it. it has been a little bit, but um, um uh, it was. I can't. It was like when like the, the little French kid and the town like he was like teaching him about baseball or some shit. And he, I can't remember. It was something along those lines. But I remember really liking the one-liners in it. I have to go mm. back and watch it. To, I should have done a <laughs> bullet notes. What one-liners I like from this bullshit movie? But <laughs> no, fucking. It was it was all right. I I think it was because like I was expecting it to be horrible. That's why I was pleasantly surprised. Like if I didn't <laughs> see the trailer and just like watched it, like I would probably would have felt differently. But I don't know why. It's just one of those movies I just liked. No, yeah, that's a very good testament as to how much expectation um can like make or break the out like your opinion on a movie. You know. Well, especially with horror movies, because like holy fuck, there's so many. But like, there's oh very few God, good yeah. horror movies. Yeah, what um, I like um horror movies that like, you know, are like genuinely scary. Yeah. M- based on like the idea, and the or like the scenario that they're presenting, not necessarily like you know because everyone knows jump scares are like, they suck. Like that's beating a dead horse. But like um, a movie like um, like the thing. I don't know if you've seen that. It's from the eighties. I think I've read some sort of. Actually, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of fucking old movies like that. It's like one original guy in like the forties wrote the story. And then there's a bunch of adaptations of it. So I might have <laughs> read or seen one or a few. <laughs> yeah, there's a few movies, but the the most famous one is the the John Carpenter one from 1982, I believe. Um, 
But what makes that movie so scary and why I'm always into it is because the whole thing is about like isolation and how there's this monster that can assimilate into like any life form that it like comes into contact with. So like the whole like like they're in like the Arctic in like this compound doing some like scientific stuff I don't exactly know, but then they they know that there's like like there's the monster among them, but they don't know which who's like real and who's the monster. It gets like really tense and like it's all claustrophobic and like oh, it's it's great. You should check it out. Yeah, I, like I said, it's like the body snatchers. It's like there's been a bunch of different kind of stories like that. But yeah, I haven't seen the specific '80s movie, but I'll give it a go. I've been watching yeah, a, a ton of shows lately, not movies. I don't know. What you been watching? Dude, I've been watching the fuck out of Vikings. Have you seen that shit? No. I w- is that good? Because I wasn't sure uh, if I would like that. Dude, it is phenomenal. It's actually for the... I mean, they mix a bunch of uh, timelines and like they take actual historical figures and they kind of put them on one timeline. But besides that, Ooh. a lot of the depictions, besides it being exaggerated, are actually pretty accurate. At least from what we... You know, the limited knowledge that we actually know about the Vikings mm. and their murky history. But... A lot of it isn't just like, you know, Hollywood made up. It's actually like pretty consistent, which is nice. They kind of switch like the languages between like Old Norse, Old English, oh, like that's Old dope. French. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a, such a big fan of those um, those old Germanic languages and stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't know how, like that they do actually, so like basically the whole premise is like they speak, like everybody in the show like speaks English so you can understand them, but when they mix with other cultures, they speak like different, like their language. So it's, it's like from the perspective that like you're listening to random people that you don't know what they're saying, but it still gives you the subtitles. But I don't know how accurate the actual like language is because I, I don't speak them. And so that, but like yeah, from that, what it sounds like, it sounds like it's pretty authentic. You know, that sounds like something I would love the shit out of. <laughs> Cause yeah, but if, if, if I if, have... Oh, what were you saying? I was just going to say, it, it follows uh, Ragnar Lothbrok, who's an actual Danish Viking, and has a bunch of other historical figures that sh- uh, talks about Charlemagne, Athelstan, King Egbert, like a bunch of yeah, actual I, people. I'm a fan of Charlemagne. So <laughs> yeah, so you, you'd enjoy it. It's a really fucking good show. Yeah, no, the thing about the languages you were saying, because like, if I have a pet peeve about any uh, period piece kind of movie, is if like, they're speaking in modern english and it, it's right. not in england or like anywhere in the, the english-speaking world like it, it's if it's literally set in like like the middle east i'm like why are these people speaking english <laughs> like come on well that or has like the british accent syndrome where everybody just has a british yeah, accent no matter what culture that. but that's exactly. the one that's the cool thing so it's like um like all like the people that are supposed to be like in the english kingdoms it's not unified yet like they have all british accents but everybody that's in like this a viking has like a like what like swedish people would sound like today so like it has like some okay. swedish actors and some canadian australian but they all have like a swedish accent they don't like talk like they're british which is cool so it's like like pewdiepie <laughs> pretty much oh, yeah i <laughs> have you uh, been watching anything else um that's like worth talking about i don't know <laughs> No, not worth talking about. No, just a bunch of dumb bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, wait, wait, been... what, what was that show that you showed me where it was like the most retarded shit? <laughs> Which one? There's a lot it was, of them. It was like cartoon about like the redneck, uh, like octopuses or something. <laughs> oh, fucking squidbillies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
dude that see like when what? i was younger i was really what? into animation and i was yeah. like i you like i want to do this as a career and i was like this is really fucking hard i don't want to do this and i gave up and then i saw fucking squidbillies i'm like are you shitting me like i could have a show like i'd hit up adult swim with like i'll just draw a rectangle make it shitty like a frame rate and then we'll go from there and i'll get my show like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that's uh, proof that like anyone can can do dude, something <laughs> Like those shows, like it's scary how dumb you feel after you. Like you feel like, did they just mess with my mind? Like, a, like I, I'm like scared. It's like they give me anxiety. It's like I'm just fucking retarded now. <laughs> like, I'm trying uh, to think of as any show like that for me. You don't have any as a kid that you watched that was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be watching this. This is kind of freaky. You don't have that kind of um, feeling. I remember seeing. Um... Well, okay, so I didn't. It's not that like my parents didn't let me watch it, but we my older siblings didn't watch Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. They only watched Disney Channel. But like they they didn't watch SpongeBob and they kind of just thought it was like stupid and like annoying. But like every right. time I did watch it, I was like, "Ooh, this is like weird." But like I kind of liked it though. <laughs> yeah. But like all, all, yeah. all listening to SpongeBob talk, I was like, "Yeah, this is I could see how parents don't want their kids to watch this because they're going to make their kid retarded. <laughs> I didn't really have that with Spon- I mean, I guess with some episodes, they had some creepy scenes when I watched it when I was younger, but I think... Well, and the, and the, the, newer, the newer seasons are obviously more annoying. I think the, oh, first, yeah, yeah. the first few stuff is, like, awesome. Like, that stuff well, it's is like hilarious. With any new, it's like with any new show. All that shit's just fucking stupid. Like, True. it's a different kind of dumb. Like, I can't explain it. Like, back then, like, at least it had some, like, jokes for the adults or I like, had some sort of thought put into it. It was still dumb, yeah. but it was, and it, and it it was dumb like, with care. Yeah, and it had, like, a story and you could still, like, care about what was going on as opposed yeah, to just it, being, like, a bunch of dumb shit on the screen, you know? I don't, and this may be because I'm older now, because I remember, like, usually, like, when you're a kid, like, things seem longer and more, you know, mystical and more exotic, and then when you go back yeah, and watch point, it, actually. like, it it happens, like, quicker. So, like, I feel like shows, like, when I watch it, it's just, like, the story just, like, it feels like it's, like, it got resolved in five minutes. It feels like they're, like, little quick shorts. It's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, that's, um, yeah. That, that was something I was thinking about. Yeah, because, like, you know, everything just feels so much bigger and grander and and all that when you're younger but then when you like get desensitized to everything it just you know yeah it's, it's, it's harder to replicate that kind of um sense of wonder you know yeah you kind of have to like i said your attention span gets longer so you need to I, for me it's just music i think music really only gives me that sort of wonderment i mean i i feel it nice, sometimes nice. with some movies and shows that i watch but it really music is unparalleled in that respect for me so you think you always find new music that gives you that same uh, sense of like whoa and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it seems music is like I when I because I used to read a lot of books and now I don't even have the attention span to get through a couple pages. It's kind of sad, but like books and really? movies and shows did that for me. Yeah, and I liked music, but not to like the degree that I like it now. So mm-hmm. like the, everything else just kind of faded, but music stayed the same. Yeah, I've been reading um, a lot more recently, especially in other languages. I think it's I think it's excellent for like my like brain function and stuff like that dude it like rewires it <laughs> yeah because it's so i mean I, i'm good at it now obviously but when i started like about uh last year i tr- i when i started to read um the first harry potter in spanish i was like man this is <laughs> this is this is hard but um 
because like reading something in your non-native language is it's not easy but the, did the you more lose I... a lot of the a lot of the what? I'm sorry. I, did you lose a lot of that nuance when you're reading since you know the story then like i feel like it was just like a watered down version because like stuff that'd be probably like lost in translation no um but that's the thing is because i hadn't read the original english version for a long time like i think i read it when i was in about second or third grade so i didn't remember how like the actual like text was so i i actually enjoyed it very much because it was something that i was familiar with and i was pretty much just reading for the plot and i think i i always love going through harry potter whether it be like the books or the movies and i just um i recently finished it in portuguese and i thought that was that was great too but, yeah, um, I, I wish I had the aptitude to do all that. Like, I just, I lose so much dynamic when it comes to learning languages. And I think that's like the biggest <laughs> barrier for me is like, I can only understand it on a very like one dimensional surface level value. Like I, like I will never really man, get it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I think this word means this in English and that's probably as far as I'll ever get to my brain to like fully understand it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, I like, like some people, um, they're like, well, like, how are you like, like how do you do it and stuff like that and like i mean i don't it, it's hard to explain because like i mean well here, here's the thing it's it's like people ask me like oh like are, are you fluent in spanish or like are you fluent in portuguese the thing that i always say is like that doesn't like it, it does that doesn't mean anything it's not like i speak or i don't speak it's more like it, that's almost like saying like oh like are you fit or are you unfit it's it's like like w- when we're talking about like working out and stuff like that it's like oh i'm good at benching or i'm i but i'm bad at squats or like i i'm i've been doing more hypertrophy stuff or i've been doing more conditioning and st- like it, it, i think language uh, is the same way it's it's kind of like oh i can understand um news broadcasts or oh i can provide service sorry <laughs> i can't fucking speak <laughs> or i can can't provide... speak english game <laughs> yeah <laughs> or it's like oh i can provide service at my job or i yeah. can you know i can read poetry and stuff like there's so many different things you could do within a language so yeah but you have to have a, a certain level of aptitude for it though i think you just have a natural true um, true true tune to it you know? yeah but um you also get more practice too by working the job that you do Yes, and I'm so glad that that was the case because um, that's the other thing is like because if you're not surrounded by a language, like it's very hard to to learn it, especially if, like to understand it. Because like the the reason why I got so good at Spanish is just because like I was hearing it like every day, like just day in and day out, just it was just going through my head, and like you know that's how we that's how anyone learns a language. Yeah, it's a, it's a necessity. That's why I know you're. I remember we talked about it before. Are you weren't a fan of all the online learning or the, all the apps that teach you it? Because you really need that, you know, one on one dynamic of speaking the language with somebody. Yeah, that's why Duolingo fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> the memes are tight though. I'm down for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why. Like, I tell anyone, like, don't use fucking Duolingo. Like, that shit sucks. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, j- Wait, what were we saying? Nothing. I was just. Like, here's the, like. I mean, 
I know a lot of people don't trust Google Translate, but um, that's only the, I would only not trust it when it comes to like translating a language that is really f distant from English, like you know Chinese or something like that. Right. But I mean, it's really good at translating like all of the languages that are close to English, you know, like Spanish. So I would say like you could trust Google Translate for that. Well, I've used it a lot because I've I've had conversations with people specifically using Google Translate and Really? <laughs> most of the thing that like I've noticed that it fucks up on is just like, you know, like sentence structure. Like it won't give you the, like I I'm saying this loosely because I haven't had this experience yet, but I don't think it'll majorly fuck up like the meaning of a word where somebody won't know what you're talking about. Like if like I've had things translated where it's like that's not right, but I get what they're saying and then I could report it back to them and I feel like they feel the same way. So it's like you can understand the general gist and get problem solved mm -hmm. obviously it won't be like completely accurate but i i think it's still a useful tool hmm. but. yeah i um yeah and like the idioms and stuff like that like it, it google translates pretty shit at that because <laughs> like it takes everything like word for word and like it well, doesn't... idioms don't translate that well between languages anyway yeah exactly because you so. in order to understand an idiom you just need to look up like what it actually means like with someone just explaining to you what it means not just directly translating it and a lot of that's cultural too so it's like yeah, yeah true. You, you imagine how much fucking data you'd have to give a translator to just understand all <clears throat> the like cultural nuances of the language too yeah exactly that's why that's the other reason why it's so hard to learn another language is just because of the the cultural stuff you know and um and like just like it's just like like getting like understanding like how another people express certain things and what other people think is funny you know because when my brother was in china and um he said like their sense of humor like it, like he, he just said like things that they would think is funny he'd be like uh what like why why like he, he knows what they're saying but he's like why is that funny <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> That shit's so important. I remember because like when I took German in high school, I never understood like why the fuck like I liked learning about cultures. Like I wasn't complaining about it, but I was just mm -hmm. like, I, this is a waste of time. Like why am I learning about German culture? Well, I'm supposed to be like getting a test on the language. I'm not getting a test on the culture. But it was so important <coughs> to understand that context because I don't know if you remember. Um, do you remember uh, Inglorious Bastards? Did you ever see that movie? Oh yeah, sure. Do you remember so the scene where? Uh, yeah, do you remember the scene where he goes into the bar and that's how he gets discovered that he's an American spy because he holds up the... Oh yeah, but he's speaking the... German. Yeah, because he holds up the 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 number three in like the yeah. American way as opposed to the... with the thumb in the... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, was, he fucked... Really cool. So it's like he knew the language to a T, but he the cultural mistake got him killed pretty much. Yeah, and that's a very uh, important thing. Um, that's why a lot of people... Because like I, I'm not very good with Spanish idioms, but I can still like have a I, can, I mean i can talk to anyone i want pretty much about any topic i want to a varying degree you know just it, it always depends but um yeah i feel like if you can have a conversation with somebody and they can understand you and you can understand them like you already have a leg up on a lot of other people what's interesting to me is a lot of these other countries where it's almost mandatory to be bilingual so a lot of people speak english and like they understand those idioms and they have that sort of sense like that's yeah. fucking like I wish I had that in two languages because that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's why like uh, it's not a lot of people, but I I think um a, like a lot of French Canadians are like that with English. Yeah, 
or like with Swedish, like most people that are Swedish, you would mistake as just like, you know, some weird part in the Midwest. They know they're from like Scandinavia. <laughs> but, yeah. but like all of them understand English like a lot better than most Americans do, which is interesting because yeah, they have a whole other thing. The, going on. Yeah, same with the Dutch, you know, like yeah. they speak, they, they're the number one in um, countries that don't speak English, like as their official language, like they're number one in English proficiency. That's fucking insane. Yeah, and I believe Sweden is number two. Jesus. <laughs> it, yeah, I, it's it's fucking wild, and it sucks that that's just how it goes. How education is just god awful in this country, so people can barely speak one language, let alone two. Yeah, but, I I, I saw this. Um, I think it was in the casually explained video about the English language. He was showing this map of like the um, every country had like a number on it. And the number represented the the average number of languages that the average citizen is proficient in. And then it was like Switzerland, 3.5 languages. And then it was like America, 0.8. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we don't even speak a fucking own language. Fucking got them. Yeah. It's barely English. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking maybe one day. But I just, my, my attention span is too short and... There's nobody I want to talk to in English, let alone in another language, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't you, um, you took German in high school? I did, and I took, I, it was like three years, I think. Okay. I took it, I'm such a fucking contrarian, the only reason why I took it is because, like, oh, everybody's taking Spanish, so I'll take German. Like, I was yeah, because like, that's well, that like the major, different thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, that majorly fucked me, because I didn't realize how useful of a skill that would be, and then I took, like, two semesters of it at Nova, and fucking teacher was god awful for and German? It was the only no for spanish oh yeah i nice. like i said because i was like i was i was i was forced to take it with my major so i was like all right let me take spanish because i'm actually going to use this and then the teacher was horrible then i barely got a fucking c <laughs> and i was so because i had to work and do school at the same time nice. so i had no fucking time to practice or let alone learn the shit like i was good at memorizing i was good at pronunciation but then as soon as we got the sentence structure that's just where it deteriorated for me hmm yeah, I'm actually going to, um, I'm going to try to make, like, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to become, um, do you know the app italki that I was telling you about? Yeah, I remember you mentioned it. Yeah, I'm going to try to become a teacher on that. What do they pay you? Uh, you just choose your own pay because the people pay you, like your students pay you. Oh, it's like a freelancing kind of thing. Yeah, like they pay you every hour pretty much. So like, oh, you're I like, see. oh, I want, like, I want one class, which is like an hour long. You pay nine dollars or something like that. Yeah, you set your rate based on your experience and the time and all that. Yeah, uh, so and um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm probably gonna be. I, I'm gonna want to be a um, an English teacher for Spanish speakers and Portuguese speakers. You could make serious money if you find the right carrier for that. I know, but I just I don't know how I'm supposed to get myself out there. And like, I'm sure there's there's tons of other people that are doing this, you know. So I need to find well, think- a way to um. Yeah, I think what you're yeah. doing now is fine. Like, just getting your foot in the door anywhere. Start off doing it, then so you get experience. And then, I, like, it's, you know, at a university, you probably need a degree. But anywhere eh, else, you, know, you just kind of build your name up. <laughs> well, it's like doing what you're doing now. And like, building videos, doing the, you know, the online stuff. You'll build yourself up quickly, I think. Did you, oh, <laughs> I, that reminds me. Did you uh, talk to your Vietnamese teacher that you finally tried fucking the soup? The first time. Oh no, but I have my uh class tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that to her. <laughs> Dude, that shit was 
amazing. Blows my mind. You've never tried it before. No, like through most of my life, I did not like any East Asian food, but now I've 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 come around. I think yeah, pho was that was great. I think Japanese huh. food is awesome. Like sushi. I love Korean barbecue. I've never been to that. It's good, dude. If you go to um, there's a lot of really good Korean barbecue places around. Just search them up. There's most of them are really good. Have you Bulgogi had the, really what, what's the name of that like traditional curry? Oh, uh, kimchi. Have you had that? It's okay. I'm not really a fan of cabbage stuff like sauerkraut or coleslaw. I mean, okay. it's all right, but. I like more of like the I like what they marinate the meat with I think is my favorite thing about Korean food yeah I have not had any like traditional Korean food but I've had like Korean um, versions of like American food like Korean fried chicken at Bonchan right. shit is awesome nah you gotta go to like an actual Korean place yeah where they serve like you know like the barbecue I would love to go to that yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a traditional dish, but that's like of all the ones that I've tried, that's I mean, they're all good. I like, I'm, I have a pretty diverse palate. I like a lot of shit, but true, true. That seems I'm to be the one that I like the most. What's um, what's like your favorite cuisine? I guess like in, like your favorite international cuisine. I think it's like Greek, Mexican, and Vietnamese. I think Greek, it's like a three-way Greek tie. Greek food is pretty pretty nice. Or like. Not even like just like Mediterranean esque food. So whether like anywhere yeah. around that region, whether it's Europe or Africa, I like. I tried Ethiopian food the other day, and that shit is fucking good. <laughs> well, uh, what stuff do they have? So they have a lot of different. Basically, like it's a lot of like a lot of spices on like a lot of the meat that they use. But the one thing that's specific to Ethiopia is this bread called injera. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's I N J E R A, <laughs> but basically. But basically, it's like their bread. It's like a spongy crepe. It's very porous, and it kind of has like a sourdough kind of taste. Mm. But it's made from another grain called teff. It's not wheat, and it's like doesn't have really any gluten in it, and it has a mm-hmm. lot of protein. And like they use it. I don't know if this is standard, but a lot of like Ethiopian places, like they don't give you fork, or they do give you forks, but it's optional. But like you're supposed to tear off the bread and scoop the food with it, or you eat mm. with your hands. So, but I love the taste of the bread. I don't kind of want to learn how to make it. Hmm. No, nice. I I'd never heard of that. Yeah, there's there's a couple. I'll uh, I'll show you when we're done what good places are. But yeah, I I had that the other day and I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, I like Mediterranean food. So whether it's just you know like I like all the spices and herbs that they use and all the all the combinations of stuff. All the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Greek food is pretty awesome. I also oh, love, um, obviously Mexican. Like, who doesn't love Mexican food? Um, yeah, and that's what I love being in this area is like all the fucking bomb ass Mexican food that's around here, or just whatever it's if it's like Peruvian or specifically El Salvadoran or whatever the. Yeah, there's so many Hispanic many, restaurants here. Yeah, I, I love any Hispanic spice on chicken. It's pretty much my favorite. Also, just you know tortillas and all that. I like lime, yeah. cilantro, mints. You know, I also like onions too, like when they put I don't like, like onions. On- yeah, that's fair. I mean, I know a lot of people don't, but I I am a big fan. I love like especially like grilled onions, like when you cook them with stuff like in a pan. Oh, I think it's great. Like in a stir fry, oh that shit's awesome. So you probably like caramelize the best. Yeah, yeah. Is is that what is? Yeah, caramelize. Yeah, yeah. That that shit's awesome. 
I'm, I'm really not much of a fan of cooked vegetables in general. Like I like eating like raw vegetables. I don't like the soggy sort of mush. Really? Like pork. I lo- I loved uh, cooked broccoli. Oh no. Well, I, I'll really? eat. It. Like I'm not picky. Like I'll eat it. Like I'm not like I can't eat. The-. Like I'll eat it, but I'd rather eat <clears throat> it raw. <laughs> Do it raw. Really? Oh, I I hate yeah. raw. Like for me, like if I want to eat some, like like vegetables or something like that, I just like I literally just put some broccoli in the microwave like on my plate for like a minute and like it comes out and it's like crunchy it, it's really interesting like uh and i and i know this is weird because like i'm literally just talking about broccoli <laughs> like it, it it's good and it's and i dip it in like hummus or something like that oh yeah so like i yeah if i if i eat it raw i usually dip it in something whether it's hummus or i don't really like much ranch these days but yeah no, I, I, a, ranch kind of grosses me out now i used to love it but yeah that and blue cheese is just fucking gross to me oh, yeah, but i used yeah. to love uh did you read ants on a log um i don't think i did it was like celery with peanut butter and then it had raisins in it it was like a very good popular kid snack i used to eat hmm. it all the time no, I don't think I ever eat that. Yeah, so like this kind of like I just like the snack, or I would like I I <laughs> my mom would make fun of me because I would have like a whole cucumber and I would just like snack on it and I would like pour salt on it and keep eating. I eat like a whole <laughs> cucumber in like five minutes. Nice. Yeah, or I would just like snack on pomegranates, or I I like I'll eat like an avocado, like an apple, but I wouldn't eat the skin. I would just tear off the skin and just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's too nice. fucking. I'm just too lazy to make shit. I'd rather just eat it from the source true yeah it's, it's just like some like oatmeal just, just eat it fucking like just out of the, the oatmeal tin i love the fucking dinosaur egg oatmeal do you remember that shit no what is that you've never had the dinosaur egg oatmeal i don't think so what is that oh my god no, no, I, I don't know what this is uncultured fuck it was oatmeal <laughs> that had, you felt like a little archaeologist it was oatmeal that had little candy dinosaur eggs and if you let them sit in the oatmeal for long enough the heat would melt the sugar and then it would reveal a little dinosaur wow that sounds fucking dope it was fucking my, it's my favorite breakfast i look forward to it you know like <laughs> kids like our kids are sometimes like i don't want to eat I'm like no i was fucking excited to have some dinosaur oatmeal oh hell yeah dude oh yeah the dino <laughs> nuggets fuck yeah yeah dino nuggets all that shit all the fun, or all the, the animal plates. You remember those? Yes, I do remember those. Yeah. I oh, know. Did it you makes... ever eat Lunchables? I did. Yeah. I my so like my parents didn't buy me a lot of that processed junk shit. Like I had to like get it from friends. So I remember I used True, to like. I, steal... I was the same way. Yeah, I had to like get Lunchables from other people, or like if I like spent the night at somebody's house and went to school the next day, then I was like, I packed you a Lunchable. I'm like hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. You know, I would. Uh, my mom yeah. would just pack me like a sandwich with like you know like chips and like an apple or something like that but then every time she did let me have a lunch bowl right, I'm like let's up. go <laughs> it's in two pieces i don't know it's been All right. fucking ever since yeah. i've had it but yeah so now what is the best lunchable <laughs> i know i i i haven't had one in like years but i i think the best my favorite one was probably the nacho one okay so like i was saying the um 
I think the nacho one was the best one. <laughs> the nacho was probably the best lunchable. But no, you Actually, know you, yeah. Uh, you know which one was the worst? Was the fucking chicken nuggets. That shit sucked ass, dude. I'm sure so, it did. I don't know. That probably was so all... gross. I feel like if I go back and try to eat them, they're probably all going to be fucking horrible. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> but I remember the nuggets was always... Like, I always thought that was gross. I like the pizza one. That was the fun. You get to, like, make your own pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Remember, like, the stacker thingies where you had, like, the, the crackers and then, like, the ham and cheese? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. Dude, I don't. This is bringing up a whole nostalgic moment of just these bullshit snacks I used to eat. Did you ever have like those <laughs> <laughs> those Uncrustables? Oh yeah, I fucking dude. love those so much. The, um, yeah, like there's like the strawberry and the grape and the, oh, those shits were awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, I fucking. I used to eat hell of those, dude. Fuck, like I don't know how I wasn't like fatter than I was because holy shit, I ate some bullshit back in the day. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh-uh. You know, I used to eat some fucking bullshit too. Like when, I, when I when I would go to my grandparents' house in Baton Rouge, um, every time we went up there, I'd you know pop tarts for breakfast. You know, uh, I they didn't care how many I ate. Just, like, just sometimes I'd eat like three of them. You know, <laughs> I'm surprised you grew up with a full set of teeth living in Louisiana. Yeah, I know. Louisiana is, uh... <laughs> Lose your teeth at Popeye's. <laughs> oh, no, Popeye's is fucking great, by the way. Like, a lot of people ask me here, they're like, oh, like, do you, like, are, are you, like, a, how, like, a Hispanic is with Taco Bell, where they just, like, look down upon it, and it's, like, like, low brow? I'm like, no, no, I think Popeye's is great. You know what's funny is that, like, I have a lot of Hispanic friends that eat the shit out of Taco Bell really and like yeah okay. and it it's it's one of those things where it's like they're not they don't give a shit like they they put their ego and pride aside they're like i know this is junk food i'm not claiming this as part of my mexican heritage or whatever they're just true, fuck, true, it's true. just food <laughs> so it's like who gives a shit so it's like oh, this is not authentic I'm like my ancestors will be ashamed i'm eating this like they don't give a shit honestly dude no yeah like when i because like, i don't really it's like me going to McDonald's and you're like, oh, this isn't real American food. Yeah, the, I, I need to cares. honor my, my Anglo-American uh, <laughs> Even <though> heritage. <laughs> my Anglo-American heritage where the food comes from everywhere else. Yeah, where we just steal everything. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the shit we like is probably German. True, like uh, hamburgers, I'm pretty sure those were German. Yeah, that hot we just dogs, kinda, all that shit. And then I think pancakes were like French and then we just kind of, you know... We fried them and then dipped dipped them in sugar, fried them and then poured sugar all over them another time with the syrup. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like like sometimes like the people that like the customers that I get at McDonald's, um, like I, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like like why do you need to drink like a large Coke in the morning? Like I don't get that. Yeah, people are fucking nuts. I used to know somebody that literally every day he would come in with a big gulp. And it would basically be like Mountain Dew, and he would always top it off with Red Bull. Like he had like four Red Bull cans that he would just oh keep God. pouring in his drink, and, and it like, was daily. Yeah, I'm like, wait, but how much is even in the big gulp? Like that's a lot of fucking drink, dude. I don't know how many ounces it was, but it was too many fucking ounces. That's how many it was because it's literally like, I, I mean, I, I know that they do some bullshit where they shape the cup to give you less per ounce, like whatever. But it's still a oh. fucking like bucket load and also like pouring energy drinks on top of it 
continuously is just seems like your heart's yeah. been like fuck you yeah exactly like you're just gonna like stop functioning <laughs> fucking for like i don't know man some people they just fucking they live to 30 and then they start feeling it <laughs> yeah true like, they're fine um, until they hit 30 yeah i mean and when you think about it like it's kind of feels like a long time but then you don't realize like you know until it happens like oh shit <laughs> Well, it's like people are like, there's like, oh, you can't, you know, it's like, you don't have to be, you know, fat to be unhealthy. You don't have to be skinny to be healthy. It's like, tell that's your blood pressure. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, I know. Like, eventually it's going to most likely catch up to you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I feel like we strayed a little bit. We didn't even talk about your trip to Brazil, man. How was it? Oh, man, dude. Brazil was fucking awesome. Like. Really? Yeah. Like. Um, and I, I know we already talked about it a little bit when I was at the store and I'm like, no, 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 save it for the podcast. But, um, <laughs> I bitch. really enjoyed, I think the coolest thing about being there was the fact that, um, and I know I already said this to Travis when I was over there, but I think the the coolest thing about being there was that I could just blend in, not just because I spoke the language, but just the fact that me speaking the language didn't seem like weird. Like pe- people wouldn't second guess because like, you got, you know, like the indigenous peoples in Brazil and then you got Africans and you got Europeans and you got Asian people. Like, you know, like I said, there's a large Japanese population down there and like they all speak Portuguese, kind of similar to how America is, where it has a ton, a ton, like a huge, diverse mix of um, people and they all speak one language and like that's normal, you know? Cause yeah, like that's in, fucking lucky. It probably saved you a couple muggings. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I would stick out like a sore fucking thumb. They'd be like, oh, I'm American. Let's fuck with them as soon as I get off the fucking plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this looks like some dumb stoner American. Let's, uh, <laughs> My friend, selfie stick, you must buy. <laughs> Here's like some fuck. I'm trying you to need think, taxi? Like... Oh, yeah. The, the selfie stick, that was fucking Italy, dude. <laughs> Dude, it was it's fucking everywhere. They're always trying to sell Americans dumb shit. Yeah. Or like taxi cabs or whatever. You know, but I You wanna I think... take photo? We take your photo. <laughs> you want picture? No, I, it was like in the a lot of people like it was like in the Coliseum. Like there was people in gladiator thing. It's like, hey, you want to take a picture? Oh my oh, god, oh, dude. I'm sorry, it's five euros. Like fuck dude, you, dude. <laughs> those fucking guys were aggressive. They were damn near like groping the fucking women to go have them take a picture. Yeah, it's like, okay, dude, we like come on. <laughs> fuck, man. That was hilarious as fuck. Dude, that would never fly here. <laughs> <laughs> oh sh- fuck no, dude. I know, dude. but the other in terms of how it like compared to the u.s um everything was just so big there like and so vast and like hold on were the roads really narrow no i mean i drove on a lot of highways actually and it was just so many mountains and like rainforests and like stuff that we like passed by with like oh it was so pretty like i have so many pictures and especially, like, it would be, like, in the evening, like, with the sunset, and there would just be lots of, like, sun coming through trees, and it was it was really beautiful. And there's so many people. Like, and I know, I'm pretty sure the population is 
slightly less than the U.S., but it also just depends on where you live in the U.S., obviously. But I was in Sao Paulo, which is one of the most populous cities in the world, I believe. It's the, it's the most populous city in the entire country of Brazil, even more so than Rio. But, like, when I was there, like, man, like, there was just so many people. And, like, you were driving on a highway. We see this huge, like, favela with all these houses. And then, you know, you know, you drive and you we're coming over a hill. And then you see this whole, like, like vista opening up with, like, oh, and there's this, another huge thing of houses. Like, oh, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you ever have, like, the, oh, shit, I'm in danger moment? Or is it all smooth sailing? Um, when I was, uh... When I was walking through the streets, like uh, the huas in the in the city part of down of um like the downtown part of Sao Paulo, like man, like I did not feel safe at all. But there like was... you just have an uneasy feeling, but like you didn't actually have something happen. No, I never had anything like that where I felt like oh shit, like my, I, I yeah, like my I'm gonna die. I, I never got that. But I did feel like a, yeah, I kind of want to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'll imagine. I don't know what, like I used to, I had like this, I was going through this brief kick where I was watching a bunch of uh, travel YouTubers and there's this one, I'm blanking on his name, but he's like one bald fucking dude that just goes around and annoys people in every country that he's in. And I can't, it was one (laughs) South American country. It was like Peru or Argentina. They're all wearing funny hats. So it was one of those Andes kind of countries. It's probably Argentina something like that and he was walking through the streets and he was apparently go- like he spoke some of the language i don't know how much but mm-hmm. he was walking through the streets and apparently he was going into a very bad gang controlled area and a lot of the locals were warning him to not go to this area because the dude fucking stuck out like a sort he was this tall ass bald white dude like like an alien <laughs> he's walking around with a fucking video camera through the streets and people were just staring like you know like those like videos where like all these old people are like looking at him like really fucking weird as he walks down <laughs> and like people try to yeah. warn him he's like oh no it's okay i'm fine and he's just like walking through so it was like and he survived. oh yeah he did but it was just like the com- like it was just like the not give a fuck about being in a foreign place and not listening to the locals about like hey probably don't want to go down there yeah oh no yeah I hear like the the passage between I think it's uh, Uruguay and uh, or it's better I can't remember which the the I, Paraguay or Uruguay uh, Uruguay or Paraguay I can't remember which one but I hear like the whichever country is like between Argentina and Brazil passing through that country and stuff like that is like some of the most dangerous places like on earth like that's what i that's what i apparently hear it's one of those like cartel controlled territories yeah stuff stuff like pay that. a fine to go through yeah exactly like pablo escobar yeah. type shit oh <laughs> shit yeah i don't know i mean I, that's the one thing i would do love to go to those countries is just all the I love mountainscapes and rural lands, so that's what the one thing I would love to see. I don't know about jungles. I, I feel like I would get tired of jungle after day one, but like vast open spaces and mountains, I'd love forever. Yeah, like I want to go to like some like some place in Africa, you know, where yeah, you can see big. like some huge like like Kenya. Like Kenya is a very good example. Like it has all the safari stuff, and like it has those wide um, views of like. You could see like like a like volcanoes in the distance and stuff like that, and you see yeah, like very, all the animals. Yeah, very vast open spaces and plateaus and big rolling valleys and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I love a, that shit. I'm a big fan of that too. Like, have, did you, um, like, are you a fan of deserts at all? I do. I don't think I've ever visited one. 
Mm-hmm. I've never been to desert, I don't think. We're like a legitimate one. Like, I haven't true, been to the true. southwest of the country. I haven't been to Africa. I haven't been to Egypt. I, I guess the closest is some of the more, like, not desert, but kind of arid parts of the Mediterranean, kind of like in Spain or like in Italy. Or sometimes, like, even some parts of France are kind of like that, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. But not, like, full desert. Oh, no, yeah, like, I'm talking, like, Middle East desert, stuff like that. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the Middle East, but, like, you know, I'm talking about, like, that kind of... No, I haven't kind of... been to any insanely deserty place. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. Because, like, I, I, I want to go to Dubai. Because I've heard that's, like, one country in the Middle East you can go to if you want, like, a deserty experience where, like, you don't have to be, like, worried about your safety. <laughs> Yeah, I'd I'd go to Dubai too. That or um, some places in Morocco would be cool. I'd go to Israel too. Even I would, though yeah, I, would, I would go to Israel, I, you got some of the danger stuff there. But um, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, it's it's less is, so than some of the other. Uh, you might yeah, like you have to be at the wrong place to get hit by a rocket. I feel like to be in danger in Israel. Yeah, true. And that's like but, on I mean, the it is a tiny country though. Yeah, true. It also is on the border. I don't I don't know how many rocket strikes happen in like the suburb or actually wasn't um there was something not too long ago that happened very close to, like all the ancient sites and like the historic parts of israel i think really I there did was not, a bunch like of fighting in the jerusalem part yeah man i did not hear about that i think i th- i don't know if it was like close there or they just had to evacuate people because of like you know like the whole exchange of you know israel and palestine shooting fucking rockets at each other and all that shit. yeah yeah all that nonsense so yeah I and like and like they're warning there. like they're sending the warnings like hey we're gonna fucking bomb you like evacuate everyone from this like yeah all that stuff yeah that fucking dumb shit but i i don't know i would go there oh, yeah i would definitely go to israel that's probably the country that... i want to go to wait what do you say <laughs> i'll just be dumb Hey, you fucking anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all the Semites, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I that's a very interesting term, like Semite and Semitic, because like it, all it means is just um, Semitic just refers to all of the um, the ancient um, peoples from Mesopotamia in that area, like the dawn of civilization. That's crazy because for the longest time, like I, I feel like I've learned that then just tossed it out of my memory because I was just that specifically meant Jews. You know, that's a common misconception. Like everyone thinks it just means Jewish, but no, like um, a lot of Middle Eastern people are Semitic too. What's like, interesting and to me is we don't have to fucking get into it if you don't want to get into it. But like, well, I, I know there's Middle Eastern Jews too, but you, you know what I mean, like 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 Muslims and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Like obviously, there's a melting pot of different people, like Christians, sure, Jews, sure. Muslims, whatever you want to believe in that region, or you're, whatever you're forced to, uh-huh. so you don't get outed. But sure, like, sure. like, like I said, we don't have to get into it if you don't want to. But I like for the longest time, like it, there wasn't a good distinction between like pure like bureaucratic Zionism and just being an anti-Semite. Like that line was kind of blurred. But now it's become made more of a distinction. But obviously, everything is oversaturated well, I mean, politically. True. Yeah, and, and I'd rather just talk about other stuff. But yeah, that, <laughs> I, I, I am still like, like it's cool that you bring that up. But you know I mean, what I mean, right? It's it's people sure, like because sure. I've I've heard people say like distinction between like that are actually Jewish and like have like actual criticisms of like the whole Zionistic part of it, right? Because there's a difference between being religious and being a fucking politician or like being a bureaucrat. Like there's a big difference. True, because you can be 
you can be religiously Jewish and you can also be culturally Jewish. Right. So that's what I'm saying is like, there's more distinction of like, are you being anti-Semitic or are you just criticizing like a government entity for stuff? Yeah, exactly. It's like, are, are you criticizing like the, the people running this place? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's what I think is a more interesting distinction is that debate of like Zionism versus like cultural identity and stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. Because I feel like anytime you want to talk about something, it's like, oh, you're erasing my, you know, cultural significance, or you're just generalizing a whole group of people when you're just trying to talk about criticism. But I, I, like I said, I just thought it was interesting. But I'm not fucking educated in that right to have an opinion one way or the other. I just, I, I <laughs> yeah. just, I just dislike any sort of bureaucracy. Well, yeah. I think it's disgusting on any fucking panel, whether it's our country or any others. It's sure, just sure, fucking, sure. yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you actually like humble yourself and you're like yeah i don't really have any i i don't have the right to an opinion <laughs> so you're like yeah i'm not gonna well, try i mean to like <laughs> i don't give a shit like I'll, I'll have an like i'll have an opinion on it and people can get offended i'm just saying yeah. i don't have the understanding to fucking have really a, a strong opinion because i don't i've never fucking been there i don't know people that are like a hardcore israeli or hardcore palestinian or anybody like yeah. that land has been fought over for fucking thousands of years like it god fucking it's a mess I mean, That's yeah, it's I one know. of the most ancient conflicts of, like, uh, <laughs> not, not just the Israeli-Palestine, but just that whole area and just human history is just so, like... I mean, because it's the passageway between Egypt and, um, I believe, Afghanistan, or... I can't, I can't exactly remember. Or Jordan, I think. Well, it's just, and, dude, it's just human nature. It's king of the hill. We'll kill you and steal your land if you're not looking. Like, yeah, defend yourself. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how the yeah. fuck we segued into this, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we got to... <laughs> we got to uh, Overlord, and then we got to um, language and culture, and then we got to weird snacks we ate as kids, and then uh, <laughs> we got to fucking Israel. <laughs> About to go Bill O'Reilly in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> do you know that you're doing is a danger to the children <laughs> was that like did south park ever make fun of that no he's a fucking idiot i just used to watch all of his stuff and he like his whole thing was like but what are the kids what about the kids and then he was a fucking asshole fucking got outed for cheating on his wife or some yeah, shit didn't he, he get just, fired yeah because he's a fucking belligerent and he yeah, always yeah. had <laughs> shitty points but like nobody corrected him because he was seen as the fucking boomer authority and people just like oh these kids <laughs> on drugs are crazy man i'm worried for my daughter <laughs> bill o'reilly makes sense well i mean i yeah i, I, I can I, I see why people would like look at him like that you know like the well, eh, you know it's like this is my this is my opinion on anything. Just because the mainstream version of something is shitty doesn't mean the alternative is automatically better. I think that's how all the pseudo science and all the pseudo conspiracy theory bullshit gets started because the mainstream is so bad that it just all this bullshit has to fill the void and that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like um all of when all those like Alex Jones conspiracy stuff was becoming like memes, that was awesome. <laughs> I fucking love Alex Jones. Oh no, yeah, he is he is a legend. There's no denying <laughs> that. <laughs> like the the frogs are gay. Seventeen seventy six will commence again. <laughs> One of my favorite uh things that I've seen from him was he did the when people got mad at Joe Rogan for like putting him on his podcast. This is like back when 
they were trying to basically suppress anything that Alex Jones did because like we should not give him a platform to speak. But one of the funniest things was like when Joe was kind of addressing like some of the shit that he gets, Alex was like, yeah, I'm kind of fucking retarded. And then <laughs> he just started dying laughing. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that clip, like that specific like two second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, fucking... I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> like I did. You have to have those guys though. Like you have to like you have to hear people going insane off left field or right field and just know that that shit is there and just know that it's retarded. Like you, you have to have those guys because yeah, otherwise, like um, you just you have no dissent. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like another person like that, like a figure. Um, oh god, there was a fucking lot of them. But is there any, like I can't remember? Yeah, I, I don't know. But like, there's so there's many people you know where it's like there's value in. Um, in um like engaging in their content even if like you know that they're they're being stupid and <laughs> they're wrong well here's my thing so it's like like people like for example i don't know like, if i should have said it like that but um, i get what you mean I, i'm of yeah. the opinion where it's like you have to have dissent right you have to have somebody saying something and somebody's like well i disagree with you and then having the best <laughs> sort of research kind of fucking figure it out right like i'm not a fan of like having one narrative for everything and you can't question it and obviously that doesn't mean that the alternative is going to be better it's just like whatever makes the most sense but it's kind of hard because like a lot of the shit that we argue about is like from like an expert opinions like nobody has the actual expertise to like challenge it it just doesn't seem like it makes sense or it's just there is no common sense but you don't have a better alternative so it's like you're kind of stuck so that's kind of true where i've grown apathetic to it's just like i don't really give a shit it just all sounds retarded to me and life doesn't get better the more you look at it and as the years go by so it's not like they're making sense either so i just leave it alone (laughs) yeah as south park makes fun of that a lot yeah, they were always like the like they were big on obviously satires. The whole point of it is to show the hypocrisy of both sides of anything, or just the you know laughing at society as a whole, right? So yeah, whether they're it's constructive or not. It's, um, yeah, it's it just it's just being like, hey, like it's all stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking <laughs> like I said. I'm not a fucking expert. I just play music. I just it seems like it's bullshit, but. If I'm wrong, so be it. I'm not going to die on that hill. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you said um, you said something about music? I'm just saying I just... Music is really the only thing I can have a leg to stand on because I do it every oh, day sure, and sure, I, sure. I have more of a expertise on it, especially yeah. working with it and just knowing what I know and trying what I've tried. So, I, Like I said, I'm, I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know shit about medicine politically i studied a little bit of it so i can i can tell that most people are lying and they don't have a better answer but i don't have a better answer either so you know yeah. fuck it or economics or any of that complex shit that you need a degree for oh no yeah that shit can be balls as complicated <laughs> for real <laughs> no yeah but i was gonna ask you um what's your favorite album of all time sure fuck man Ugh. I mean, I, I have one. <laughs> Man, I have, like, ones for different reasons. Like, I don't have, like, a favorite all-time album. Like, I have a favorite yeah. album for different, like, categories, but I really have to, like, rack my brain to give you definitive answers. But <clears throat> um, I think the one, actually, that I really... I don't know if you'll like them is uh, Gojira. They have one album that is, to me, is, like, the quintessential, like... I can't explain it. Like they're a heavy metal band, but they have mm-hmm. very, very good use of melody in their music. And 
from very unlikely spots. Like he kind of like screams on a note pitch and like a lot of their guitars are heavily distorted, but like they mm-hmm. do a lot of palm muting on melodies and just the way they construct the music. Like it just, mm. it gives me that sort of esoteric, like old world kind of vibe and something that you can just kind of space out and it yeah, feels like yeah. it's a real deal too. So that album was really cool. And it was, it was a concept album about like, um, about whales coming to save Perth because it was flooded from a natural disaster and they're trying to take humans to another planet and the stars to kind of start oh, over. So like, like in it had Australia? Like a, no, no, no. It was, it was like another planet. It was like the whole, the whole premise was like alien whales came to oh, like take. Oh, I, I thought you said Perth, like the city in Australia. No, never mind. Never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> you said Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Earth. So like, it was just like one of those, it was like a very mystical kind of album that kind of translated with the music. Like, nice, like nice. I go back and forth, like I listen to it a lot and that, that kind of wonderment loses it on me sometimes. And then I'll listen to it again. And it's like, I remember what it feels like. So I've had a lot of albums that were like that. I mean, obviously tool kind of gives you that vibe because they're more Eastern Mastodon too. Um, yeah. so I look at kind of those albums as some of my favorites cause it kind of shapes like not like just copying the music, but just like the sounds and the dynamics that they use in the music to kind of, you know, fuel what I've done or just the types of effects that they use that kind of like I love the sound of. So that kind of opened me in a lot of ways to kind of branch what I do now. But okay. I don't know. There, I have a lot of I listen to a bunch of different types of music. So that's just the yeah. one that just got me into it. Which was the what did you say it was again? The name it was of the uh, from it was Gojira from Mars. Gojira, to yeah. yeah, I don't know if you'll like it. Like I said, it's 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 pretty. It's not like heavy duty, with, like with for no reason. It's not just like noise and chaos. It's like very controlled chaos kind of thing. But like like tools, like I, I said, like tools like that. Yeah, but tools a lot more controlled. They're not. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like they're more unorthodox in the songwriting and the songs are longer. Gojira is not like that. Okay, but they have a more like I said. It's just you have to. It's a it's a more hate it or love it type of thing. Like you can listen to it, and they're also kind of like Tool because like when I first listened to the band, it was like I didn't really get what they were going for. I couldn't really hear the vocals that well. I just I didn't really mix with them. One day I listened to it, and it's just like oh shit, I understand this. So they're also one of those bands where it takes a couple listens to get into, but when you do, it's mm-hmm. like you start noticing the little subtleties of all the stuff that they do, and it's like holy shit, it's like discovering the song again for the first time. Yeah, I have the same sentiment about Tool. App, ah, sorry. Um, Sorry. Yeah, they're yeah they're another one of those bands. It's kind yeah, of hard to get Tool into. Yeah, Tool like that for me. Yeah, because yeah, my what, favorite um my favorite album I think I told you was um was Lateralis. Yeah, I love that, Lateralis. That like I think every song. Not only is like a, I, not only do I think every single song in that album is like a banger, but I just I love the the riffs. Not only are they just like awesome, but they just it always just like gets me going and it like reminds me that whole album, like, man, like I'm, I'm still living, like I'm, I'm still doing my thing, you know, like, um, and like, yeah. that's the whole, like, I, um, ticks and leeches. I love how that song talks about like, you know what? Like, like, fuck you, dude. I don't need you. If, if you don't like me. All right. I don't give a shit. Like, like get the fuck well, off me. You, you, you leech, you know, like, I love that. Oh, that, that song gives me fucking goosebumps. And like, it, well, every time I listen to that in the gym, I activate like fucking God mode. It's so awesome. Yeah. That's what I liked about it too. Like the earlier, when I listened to him when I was in high school, it was like that, you know, very primal kind of angst to it. It's like, yeah, it's, that's, that's it's a good one of those, like, it's, like he was, like I said, like he's Maynard's a very sarcastically satirical dude. Like he'll give you that disgust in a very, you know, hypocritical 
sort of lens where it's like, you know, you do this, I do this, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, Schism is a good example of like when I used to play bass, it was like one of the first riffs that I learned to play. And I remember I only really liked the bass part. I thought the rest of the song was kind of boring and I didn't really connect with it. I like the the ends like that when it all coalesces into that final. Yeah, it has like really big riff. Yeah, like yeah, the part before true. that, I always just like zoned out on. I just, I, it always like there's the part that I always wanted to skip. But then when I started getting into like pedals and effects and hearing like what they're actually doing, and then like actually playing it myself, and that when I go in the song, I can't miss it now. And it's such a big part of the song, so it's like there was a lot of stuff when I first listened to them, I just didn't understand. And then from like doing this for a living, I can go back and say, holy shit! Like he used, I could never use a pedal the way that he used that pedal, kind of thing. Yeah, so it really like lets creativity you appreciate with, the intricacies of all the stuff, you know. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of that for me too, um, but yeah, I mean, that, it's like that with most music well, that have, requires heavy instrumentation. Like you're gonna miss a lot of it, and it's gonna sound boring. And then the more you listen to it, the more you hear it, and all the other different nuances of it. So that's that's what I like about those kind of genres is that you always can find a new aspect that you like or kind of overturn the ones you thought that were kind of boring. Yeah, that's why I, I think it's hard to say what kind of genre Tool is because, like, they're not exactly metal, but then they're not exactly rock. They're kind of just Tool, which is, I think, yeah. that's the biggest reason. Well, not necessarily the biggest, but it's one of the biggest reasons why they're my favorite band and why I think they're so unique and, and interesting. Not only that, a lot of bands, like, took that sound and kind of went with it, too, as, like, the oh, yeah. specific style, that Eastern kind of vibey style yeah like in reflection like i love how they have like that that like that ominous like kind of mysterious like indian sounding thing in the background that was so i love that and i i that whole first three minutes of that song is just awesome when it's just that whole intro oh my god it's great yeah and that's that's like just that like it sounds like like the people like the biggest thing is like it's a long song it's very repetitive so it's like if you're not entranced in the actual song like you're gonna you're gonna probably suffer for the majority of it because the, you're, if you don't True. like it that's you're not gonna get much different but i always like how it builds and crescendos into cool stuff and two always has a big ending for everything and everything kind of comes together and makes sense but a lot of that kind of feel my interest like i listen to a lot of like eastern music now like people like a lot of like like there's like a lot of concerts on youtube like for an hour like there'll be somebody playing the tablet drums or like blowing some whatever flute or playing something like that and it's just easy to just like space out to or meditate to or um yeah a I, lot of that's fun yeah that's why i also love um liturgical music uh, not necessarily just christian not necessarily i mean I, I love gregorian chants i think they're fucking badass but um right i but i also love listening to um you know, you know, like Eastern music. Like I listen to a lot of Ashkenazi Jewish music, and yeah. um, like even even Muslim music. I think there's, like when they chant the Quran, I think that sounds dope. Oh yeah, I think it's so pretty sounding. Like they're in a huge cathedral hall, and you have like that insane reverb that they do when they sing. Oh yeah, and and then just I like love the, that sound. And then you have like that really deep voice, like just undertoning yeah. the whole thing. Oh, it sounds and, like, awesome. And like the the wavering range of notes that they use is just i love i love that eastern sound yeah and i there's a lot of bands that use that kind of sound too which is kind of cool ohm is yeah. one of them it's a it's a band that it was like it was, it was the bass player started he was from sleep it was basically like a stoner kind of band they had some eastern <laughs> influences but it was more like distorted guitars and he branched off and did ohm and he mixes a bunch of like very old buddhist hindu muslim like 
very old like religious kind of sex also like old christianity kind of merges it into one concept and so you get like it's pretty much just like either like sub-saharan or middle eastern or south asian like it kind of gives you that whole vibe and you mixes a bunch of different theologies together it's pretty cool yeah and actually i i think the most interesting thing about um all of this like all of this like ancient um religious music is that I, and since I have like a, I have more of a knowledge of music now, like in theory and stuff. Like what I've noticed is that a lot of this music is written in harmonic minor. I don't. Yeah. It, it probably wasn't intentional, but I've noticed that the music, the songs I like the best, and like the melodies I like the best, are the ones that are always written in uh, harmonic minor. I think it's because the majority of popular music is in one form of another, some sort of a major key or a major scale, or it's like, it's like the same chords repeated just in different melodies. So. I yeah. think it's just the fact of like you're hearing something different, but I I feel that way too. I I feel a lot of connection to sadder kind of music, and a lot of that's written in minor. So yeah, that's kind of like, like the natural tendency that I write in. I don't really write anything too major, like yeah. And like if I improvise or something like that, I always play in like a like a minor scale. I never play anything major really, because I I just I always like to have like just that gravitas, like that that underlying seriousness, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's the one thing that I've liked about music. Yeah, like I, I remember when I when I first started improvising, like and I and I actually like I made licks, like and, and I actually like made something. I was like, man, like I like I like created like a like music. And and like it stuck in my head. And I was like, man, that that's something that I made. It's a drug, dude. It never stops. It's, and then yeah, you'll eventually so cool. get bored of it. Then you, you'll get to the phase where you're frustrated because everything you write sounds the same. And then you can't find that one different thing that makes you feel all tingly inside. So I look forward to that for you. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've kind of got there, but I'm still experimenting with different things. Like I'm doing different, um, like learning new techniques. And like, I know um, Ryan uh, sadly quit uh, for y'all listening ryan was my guitar teacher who was excellent but he sadly quit because he had to go do something i don't know what it was but um yeah i don't have a teacher anymore so i'm just kind of doing it all on my own i mean you have a footing now so it's like you can watch videos and have an understanding of how to play then you can kind of you learn all the theory you want by yourself and practice and that's one thing i'll say is just learn every technique you can learn any style of music that you like like the more difference you know you just become a more versatile player and then you'll write different stuff and you'll be able to make fusions and so like you'll write something in a genre you like and then you can mix something from another genre and have it sound as a cool little interlude or a little lick or something so that's the one thing that i always kind of get out of my monotony yeah, it was the same way with uh, Spanish, cause like um, I took Spanish my junior year, and then yeah, you know, like I my Spanish teacher was excellent, like she was awesome, she helped me a lot with stuff that I wanted to know, but then after that, like I didn't take Spanish anymore, right? But like I still had a footing, and a lot of it I had to just do myself. But I mean, yes. I yeah, I hit plateaus, but I mean, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you have a passion for it, you'll get past it, then you'll be better than you were. Sure. Anywho, I think I got to get off here. I got some shit I got to do, and I think we're past our hour threshold. Yes, but as long as we don't hit an hour and a half. But here's absolutely fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever. All right, man. Peace out. I'll send you the audio files. Yeah, this was great, man. Can't wait to do another one. Yeah, me too, man. Take care. See you, man. Good night.